Welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. Do you have what it takes to run 26 miles in their shoes? Welcome everyone. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. I'm Sergeant Tim Andrews. So next week is Christmas. Are you excited? Uh, I need to get stuff done. <laughs> I don't. I want. Once I'm excited. <laughs> so you're still procrastinating. I feel like we I'm talked not, about this before. I'm not procrastinating. Well, yeah, I am. Procrastinating. I was. Gonna, <laughs> what else would that be? I was gonna. I was gonna like try to cover it up. Oh uh, yeah, no, not. Um, you're not good at covering stuff up, obviously. Nope. But yeah, it's Christmas. This year has flown by. I cannot believe that in what two-ish more weeks, maybe three. I can't count right now. It's going to be New Year's and then it's going to be 2020. Yeah, since I've started working here, time has gone by extremely fast. Well, I hope that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, it, the look on your face is making me a little worried over it, there. It, it's just like just yeah. like a snap. It's like from so August to on. December, I was like, holy cow, I didn't even think it would go this quick. Yeah, and you've learned so much, haven't you? Oh, yeah. No, on deployment, <laughs> it, was, it felt like an eternity. And yeah. you're like, oh, my gosh, just please, just let's get let's get home. And, and it's like working here, it's like yeah. done. Because when you have stuff to do, it makes time go by faster. Yeah. And you're doing something you like, too. Uh, well, for, at least I hope so. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> I, I do definitely enjoy it. So are, do you have any plans for Christmas? Did your, I feel like we talk about this all the time, but I mean, it is the last. We're just giving last, everyone an update. Yeah, we're, <laughs> I mean, if you didn't listen to the other podcasts, we're just going to keep updating you on the same things we talk about. But I mean, since this is, um, next week is Christmas and the podcasts that go out next week are going to be pre-recorded, obviously, because we're going to be, I'm going to be out of the office. Mm-hmm. I know you're taking leave a couple of days. So I don't know. Or, or do you have, do you go somewhere for Christmas? Do you have everybody come to your parents' house? Like, what do you guys do for Christmas? So we're doing Christmas Eve at my parents. And the day after Christmas Day, we're going to my uncle's. And we all, he has a big enough house that, like, a lot of our family just goes to. And just have fun. What nice. about y'all? Um, my brother and his wife are coming down, and also my grandmother, and then my mom will be home, so it'll be all of us. Um, so, so yeah, coming down from what Pennsylvania? No, um, my brother and my sister in law live in I think it's Salisbury, North Carolina, and then my grandmother lives in the Fayetteville, Sanford area, uh, um, and then the rest of my family's in Pennsylvania, and one brother in California, but obviously that's way too far. So yeah. <laughs> we'll be bringing their flip flops down here and everything. It's it surprises me how like cold it actually gets, but it's constantly pretty warm down here. And it's been raining, so that's probably gonna cool it off again. Typically by now, like once we get that first wave of cold or whatever cold front, yeah. like it stays cold through January and maybe a little bit of February. But for some reason, like this year, it's just flip flop back and forth, like. It, I mean, not crazy hot like summer, but like yeah. hot enough where you're sweating when you're walking across the parking lot mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, there's a reason why I chose to go to BLC in September and not <laughs> in June or July. Yeah, definitely. I went in March and it wasn't too bad. It was still like, it wasn't hot, but it wasn't freezing cold. So mm-hmm. it wasn't too bad. But I mean, I don't know. We're in South Carolina. The humidity is just what sucks. Like just, uh, just so hot and sticky and ugh. you just, I don't want to. I take I hate taking my uniform off because I just feel so gross. But um, anyways, so yeah, another update on uh, the holidays. 
And hopefully everybody gets to enjoy their holidays with their loved ones, whether they're traveling or staying at home um, or if they're deployed. Make sure that you keep everybody um, who is deployed in your thoughts um, during the holiday season since they are not able to spend that time with their families. Um, Lisa Mustard was recently just in here talking about how to cope with um, your loved one or significant other or family member or friend who is deployed during the holiday mm -hmm. season. So we will link that in the description below. If you didn't get to watch that, um, that'll be linked in there. And I know that Lisa Lester will be back eventually yeah. to talk about some more stuff. Always have good ideas from her. Um, and also our table. I know that we keep talking about it. We're kind of are figuring out the workspace so we kind of turn the table around if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on iTunes, go check out our YouTube channel and see what our setup looks like. We still have some small things that we're wanting to do. It just takes us a little bit longer to do stuff because of money and the thought process and just executing. So we're slowly... Yeah, we're getting there. Slowly getting there. This is a huge jump right here. I know. I'm, I'm ready for stools. Like, my back hates standing, so I'm... If you see me move around a lot, that's why, because my back's probably screaming at me. But um, so anyways, um, and on top of that, we have a guest um, today who is a familiar face. He's been on before to talk about other topics completely different than what he's talking about today. And this is something, this is a topic that I didn't even know that we had in the National Guard. So I'm excited for him to come in and talk to us a little bit about what he's um what the program is and how it's evolved and when it started and all that kind of fun stuff and possibly get some interest from the viewers and listeners to maybe want to participate. All right. Well, let's see what he has to say. So today we have Lieutenant Colonel Paul Lehman. He is the Defense Force Commander as well as the State Anti-Terrorism Officer, and he has been here before with us. So thank you for coming back again, sir. You're welcome. Yeah, um, thanks for uh, running over here. <laughs> yeah, see what it did there. <laughs> good, so, lead in, good lead in. So today, um, we're going to talk a little bit about something that I've never even heard of and knew existed. So could you explain a little bit about the South Carolina Marathon team? Absolutely. Uh, the South Carolina Marathon team, uh, first of all, it's part of the, the National Guard's uh, athletic program. And a lot of people don't realize that, but you've probably heard of the, the shooting team. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, I didn't until I was full-time, but yes, the marksmanship team and all them. Same concept. Okay. Uh, the, the National Guard, uh, say, sponsors several different uh, operations. One's going to be the shooting team. One will be the uh, marathon team. And there's a biathlon team that's out there. Really? That's shooting and skiing. Now, again, you look outside, there's not a lot of snow. No, not at all. So that's geographically uh, going to be challenged. So, gotcha. Uh, but again, there, it, it, the, the program is there to support uh, retention and instill this physical, the sense of physical fitness, uh, self-discipline, spray decor within all of the states as well as the uh, territories. And again, so it's not restricted to, to just a state. It's a part of the entire National Guard program. So it's a part of the, the wellness program. And here today, I'm going to talk about the marathon team. Oh, awesome. Since that's near and dear to my heart. Um, yes. I'm not a runner, so <laughs> I would love to hear what you have to say about this. <laughs> well, you are in the Army, so you do run. Yes, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. Yes. So, yeah, everybody is going to have to do a little bit of running from time to time in mm -hmm. the military. So, um, th but there are a couple of folks that really take it serious. And, yes. And have a, have, a, have a lot more dedication to it. So I'm going to talk about that program here a little bit today. Okay. Uh, again, the intent is to socialize this program because, again, you didn't have any idea that it even existed. I so, had no idea. So, a small world, but mm -hmm. we'll try to broaden that world just a little bit. The, the program has been around since about 19... 
end of 1980s, 1990s, that's nationally. So South Carolina has had athletes in the program since its inception. Uh, so it, go, it goes quite a, bit, quite a far, quite a ways back within yeah. our, own, our own history. We haven't always fielded a full team, however. Uh, there's been times when we've had one or two uh, participants on the team. And so you know, it, it waxes and wanes. So mm-hmm. we're kind of going to bring this out of a, out of a waxing <laughs> and get this back out there. Yeah. We can socialize this a little bit better. So um, the bottom line is the program is there to support the recruiting and retention program. Uh, so we are partnered with that program. So we're out there to uh, find recruits, help uh, people understand a little bit more about the National Guard and what it, what it means. And so really um, – You probably want to know how do I get on the program? You know, what what would it take to, to really be uh, on a, on a marathon uh, team within the state of South Carolina? Mm-hmm. So, it, it for males less than forty, uh, you need to run about a four hour marathon. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> that hurts just hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Some people equate that to a half marathon. So, so we're not talking about just your average person out there. You're yeah. talking about somebody who's dedicated, mm-hmm. who really wants to be a part of the program. So, uh, And that's at the state level. Okay, So for males over 40, they have to run about a four and a half hour. So oh. that's just a little bit yeah. slower, not much. So <laughs> anybody over 40, that's kind of how that works out. And in females, it's, it's four and a half hours across the board. Okay. So for, doesn't matter what the age group. That's at the state level. Each state has the ability to field three runners. Okay. And so that's going to be sponsored by the National Guard. Uh, and we'll get into that here in just a little bit when I talk, start talking about the national level. Um, <clears throat> so you can potentially, based on funding, have a fourth runner because everything, as you know, is based on funding. Mm-hmm. The Guard will pay for three. Uh, if there's more money, they can possibly bring a fourth member on, on board. A um, little bit about the Air Guard, and this is kind of my experience being in the Air Force. Uh, the Air, <laughs> the Air, Air National Guard doesn't palm funding for it. Uh, air, air members can participate, but it's going to be under a little bit different, probably unit-funded ST days, ST you know, special training uh, funding, okay. and then possibly some bureau money, but it's, it's just not palmed. So the, the airmen have a little bit more of a challenge trying to get on the team, but it's not impossible. So mm-hmm. never want to say it's impossible. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. I mean, you're here, so. <laughs> I, I haven't been on the team in, in a while. I've been ah, caught, So you're not on, a, on the team right now? No. We're gonna, oh, talk, we're, gonna okay. talk, we're gonna talk about the members that are on the team okay. here in just a little in just a little bit. So um, that's at the state level. So mm-hmm. what happens is every state puts together a team, three to potentially four runners, male or male and female. Male, both both are, 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 are good to go. Mm-hmm. So they compete in a national championship out in Lincoln, Nebraska. It's the Lincoln, Nebraska, Nebraska Marathon. We've been running there since this really started. Uh, Lincoln has really kind of uh, adopted us as that national championships. And so what that will entail is a, a kind of a time trial or a competition. So the top 40 men in the National Guard go on to be on this thing called the All-Guard Team. Okay? Mm, okay. The top 15 women go on to be the, on, on, on the All-Guard Team, as well as the top three above 40 and over or both male, female. So they become part of a national team. Now, this is a special team. It's called the All-Guard Team. They travel throughout the United States to selected races. Um, typically, there'll be about 10 races, and you can pick three. Uh, races that I've competed in the past were in Chicago. Uh, I've competed in the uh, Los Angeles. I've competed in um, uh, the Marine Corps several times, Blue Angels Marathon, the uh, Baton Death March, um, San Francisco, 
So these are some of these big races that mm -hmm. I've actually competed in on the Algar team. So you can do some traveling with it. All that's funded by the Bureau. All right. Mm. So the overall intent for that, again, is to work with uh, the end strength. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll set up booths at these events. You'll wear your, uh, not your military uniform, but your running <laughs> military uniform. It, it's <laughs> not your PT gear, but they actually have a, a, a National Guard Marathon uniform that you'll oh, wear. Oh, nice. And so you'll talk to people that are at the, uh, at the event, kind of civilians. And you're, what you're really attempting to do is to educate them as to what the program is all about. And should they be interested, we, we take their name, number, address, and then we send that to the state's recruiters. Oh, nice. And so that's how that all that's how that relationship works out. And so, so several members, I know for a fact, have joined because of this particular program. So pretty cool stuff. Hmm. The best that South Carolina has ever done in this event has been second overall uh, back in the uh, mid-90s. All right, We were out of all the 50 states so, and protectorates and territories. Mm -hmm. uh, we were second overall. And that team consisted of Dave Addison. Uh, some people probably remember his name. Daryl Hammond and uh, myself. I actually won this, the the nationals that year, and I got some really cool pictures. Yeah, of we're gonna post those uh, in our thumbnail. So. These are some pretty cool photos. But that was back <laughs> that was back in the day, mm -hmm. and uh, it's, it's, again, the team has been fairly 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 or competitive in the past. Um, the members on the team today, you've got specialist uh, Dave Russell. You've got, and, and, and I apologize if they've been promoted since since <laughs> this. I, I, the data I have. Yes. And then you've got uh, Ken Culbertson. Uh, he's been participating. You have CW3 Ricky Paget, and as well as uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Brad Marlowe, and then recently uh, Colonel Ryan Price. And so they're the ones that have been most recently participating on the team. Uh, a couple injuries have kept a couple folks off the team, but again, that those are the, the guys that are out there right now. Last year, SF uh, Specialist uh, Russell and Colonel Price did qualify for the Algar team. Oh, wow. So they did make that Algar team, and I'm not quite sure exactly which races they did, but they were going to be a part of that traveling team. So that's really it in a nutshell as to what this is all about. So what kind of questions do you have? What does training look like? Or do yeah. you just make up your own training, or do you receive training like, hey, this is like the routine for this week? All right, you've taken the Army PT test. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> you just don't go out and... No, think think you're going to go through that without having some kind of a training or regiment that you've, you've participated in. Mm -hmm. um, it depends upon how fast you want to go and what your ability uh, is at the time and you know, kind of how old you are, what your limitations are. So training is really dependent upon what the goal is that you want to shoot for. Uh, my fastest is a 222, so that's the state record, by the way. Um, Jeez, anyway. still making me hurt whenever you say those words. <laughs> At that time, uh, the training was just extremely intense. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it, it's very taxing on the body. It, it does uh, take a toll on your knees and, and uh, your back and, and everything in between. Uh, so it, it, you want to make sure that when you're looking at a marathon – you have to realize that's a long way to go. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, they break the marathon up into two races. There's the first 20 miles, and then there's the last six. Most people can probably cover 20 miles. You know, Ranger shuffle, you know, get through it. This is the last six is where the race starts. <laughs> so when you look at training for a marathon, uh, there, there's no one clear answer that I would say this is how you do it. So it's dependent upon the individual and the goal you want to shoot for. If you want to shoot for 222, come find me, and I'm going to tell you to lay down until that feeling goes away. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but if you want to go for, like, like, like the four-hour uh, time range right in there, there's a lot of different programs that you can look at and uh, improve upon your, your, your distance capabilities. A lot of good books out there, a lot of good literature. And uh, 
if, if anybody's interested as they see this, uh, individually give me a call and I can talk to, them, talk to them about their program, what their goals are, what they would like to do. We can set up a program. It's not out of the question. Well, what did uh, that program, now you said Grand on half fast, you want to go and all that stuff, but what does like the volume, like mileage and stuff like that look per week? I, you, my highest mileage week was 100 miles a week. Oh, my <laughs> <gosh>. <laughs> okay. Um, and that was doing two a days. You know, that was you know, six miles in the morning, 12, 15 at night. Uh, and then a long run of about 23 miles on, on Sunday, you know, all, all, all at one time. So that was at when I was running fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you really, to complete a marathon, somewhere in that 40 to 50 mile range, as long as you're getting in a good long run once a week, you're getting in some good quality in, in between in there. And I would also recommend some cross training, uh, getting in the gym, lifting weights, uh, swimming, cycling to, to counter that. Uh, you, you're going to miss your knees when they're gone. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, you're going to miss them. <laughs> so don't be, I see these guys in the, in the gym banging out these great big weights. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're going to miss their shoulders when they're gone. All right. So yeah, no, that's, you, you, that's it, understandable. You know, life, life is not just one little segment. You got to, got to consider the long-term effect when you get older. So, you know, arthritis is no fun. <laughs> so got to take care of your, your body. If you're going to go out there and start thinking about training for a marathon, you want to look at increasing your mileage about 10% a week. So if you're running 10 miles a week right now, add 10% to that next week. And then so on and so forth until you build up to that about 40, 50 miles a week. And okay. Then, and then a long run somewhere in around the 15 to 18 miles as you get closer to your event. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. So I know that you kind of like touched on uh, like requirements as far as age and all that. But for somebody who's listening and really wants to find out more about this and are in the future possibly be on the team, what exactly do they need to do? Contact me. That's it. Just contact me and, and, and let me know where you, where you are. Uh, have you raced any in the past? What were the times were? And then we can work from there. So it's not like uh, a tryout basis or it's just if you have an interest kind of thing and you have a background in it, you, you, you get, can run. You, you got to remember that four-hour marathon, is, it's going to be a small population. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be everybody. But, you know, we're all inclusive. You know, we want to make sure that everybody has a chance. And if you're interested in – if you want to get to a four-hour – you know, say you're at a five. We'll talk about how to get you to that that mark. So yeah, it, it's a um, it's a process. Uh, give me a call first of all. So, yeah, I'm in global. Send me an email, <laughs> and we'll see where you are first of all, mm. and then we can we can work from there. And for those who are listening, we'll make sure to put your contact information sure. in the description Absolutely. so they can get a hold of you. Absolutely, not not a problem. Now, how are you still involved with this if you're not on the team anymore? I'm the coordinator. So the coordinator, yes. so you're just like managing everything yes. and all that kind of stuff. Correct. Do you still go out and run with them or participate I, in different runs and stuff, or you kind of just let them take control, <laughs> like go out and do their thing? The, the, the <laughs> folks that are on the team at this level, they, they self-manage themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, we really don't – there's no micromanaging of these folks. You know, I'm not going to tell Colonel Perry how to go – train for a marathon <laughs> he's, he, he's he's an adult yeah so and again most of the folks that are out there they know what their regime is. they know what they can do they know what their limitations are they know what their work schedules are and it really comes down to what what your work schedule is what your family life is how much time you want to de- de- devote to it you know it's not like we're on a college track team you know we're practices at 6 a.m and then practices at four in the afternoon that that that's not the case we're mm-hmm. adults and so we're gonna we're gonna work at 
we're going to work this into our lives and not our lives out of it. Yeah. So, so where do you see the team going? Um, do you guys go by fiscal year or just calendar year with the races? So like you were saying that last year there was some people that qualified for the all-guard team. How does that work, and where do you see the team going this year? Remember Cinco de Mayo. Okay. All right. That's pretty that, easy. That is <laughs> going to be the, the – uh, that's our that's our national championship date. So the year starts after that. Okay. After the race is over, uh, following that, that first Sunday of every May – uh, they'll have a whole new National Guard team uh, prepared for that next year. So then it'll wrap itself back around to the next year. So Cinco de Mayo, just remember that. That's that's that magic number you want to focus on. And then so for this this year, I guess, well, I guess you're still kind of in the year. Where do you see the team going? Well, first I'm going to lean on the guys that are already that are participating. Mm-hmm. And then what we'll do is we'll see if there's somebody out there that's a little quicker. And that's going to challenge these men. <laughs> to, to get out there and, and step up to the plate potentially. Yeah. So, and again, it, it's all about a good uh, camaraderie, uh, a fun, loving individuals, having a good time and enjoying what they do. And so if there's somebody out there that's a lot faster that we don't know about, we want to know about it and offer that person a little bit of an opportunity to go out there and represent the National Guard at, at a national level. Now we had, uh, was it Major Sermon? Yes. Uh, didn't he, he did like ultras or? Yeah, he does ultras. I don't know if he does really, he does like the trail stuff, I think more than, I could be wrong. Sorry if I'm wrong, but <laughs> yeah, we had him on, uh, him and his brother. And then I did a know your mill on him and he's definitely a runner. He's big into CrossFit. So I don't know if he's a marathon. Probably doing the Spartan race. Maybe. No, no. I think like the ultra. I yeah, I think you think. Yeah, I think he was doing the ultras. I don't know if I don't. I don't know if you guys had him on there with no. uh, Yell Steam or anything. Okay, not yet. <laughs> there's maybe, a group maybe of not people. After this? Yeah, there's a group of people that I haven't seen him in a while, maybe because of the weather and the holidays. But they would run through the parking lot and like out. And there's like a group of three or four of them, and I I can picture their faces. I just can't remember all their names. But I'm wondering if any of them or who's on your list over there might be. How many people do we have for South Carolina? We've got four, four that, that four have been okay. that have been routinely participating. Okay, and again, like I say, injuries have cu- have knocked a couple of them out from time to time. So, um, but I'm just looking to you know to increase the uh, the number of people that are interested and start getting some good competition on the team again. Maybe maybe get back up to uh, uh, being second again overall, or even first overall. So. Yeah, that would be awesome. Need to have um, some of the runners come on and talk with us, or maybe do a video on them or something. Sure. Get some spotlight. Absolutely. Especially since, obviously, I mean, I didn't know we had this, so I'm sure that yeah. a lot of the guard doesn't know that, that this exists. So, And I know that there are runners out there because like, we come across them all the time. Sure. So, Well, this is this really doesn't stop there. This mm-hmm. is this culture of fitness that we're attempting to, uh, to, to generate. My generation grew up, you know, without a lot of self, or, you know, no, no iPhone. No, no social media. None of that. So <laughs> there was a, it, my age group is extremely competitive. And so we're looking at broadening this out to, to just a sense of fitness. There's lots of different activities that could be uh, participated in. Uh, there's the triathlons that are out there. there again, I mentioned the Spartan race. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there's marathonings. There's, there's, a, there's a, a road race about every weekend here in, in Columbia, South Carolina. And when I would go race, I would wear my South Carolina jersey, and I wear my National Guard stuff. So a lot of people, even in the, sti- in the city, would ask, tell me a little bit more about that. Hmm. And so that's here right in, in town. So, yeah. And, again, that's what these members do. They're going to wear their South Carolina stuff 
at a local road race and generate that interest. So at that point, you, you, you give them the phone number to the recruiter <laughs> and say, "Here you go. Here's another. Here's another member that we can we can look at." Yeah. So it, it's a again, it's a overall culture of fitness that we're looking at trying to, to generate. Okay. Definitely will help out for uh, all this PT stuff that's been going on with the Army and all that. I don't know how the Air Force has been with their PT stuff. We follow you guys. So you uh, <laughs> don't jinx yourself with uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, no undo button. No, I've, I've read a lot about the Army PT test, and, and some of that stuff is pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> like when it first came out, everybody, I think, just like went into total shock and then um, they've started implementing it at some of the units, and a lot of units have done diagnostics and stuff. And surprisingly, a lot of people have said that it's not as hard as they thought it was going to be. I think it's just doing different movements that you're not used to doing, and you have to train for it. You can't just be somebody that goes to the gym and lifts as much weight as you possibly can. Like You have to focus on certain muscle groups and build up your strength and all that. So... I don't know. There's some people still on the fence about it, but, I mean, it's here, so we might as well just embrace it and go from there. I've been in the military coming up on almost 40 years. Mm -hmm. I've seen the PT program change, change evolve, yeah. probably, this is on about its eighth or ninth evolution, mm -hmm. for both Army and Air. And so one thing I can guarantee you, it's going to evolve again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. At some point in time, somebody's going to come up with a better way to do this. So mm -hmm. this is the world we live in right now. And so embrace it and go forward. You know, somebody once said, you know, the body won't go where the mind hadn't already been. So get your mind around it. Mm -hmm. and the body's going to follow. Yeah, that, that's a very good quote. I like that. Well, um, we really appreciate, appreciate you coming back in. We always love having you on the show. Um, hopefully in the future, maybe we can get some runners to come in and sure. talk about their experience and training and all that fun stuff and see if we can get some people interested for you. I'd, I'd love that. Again, more the merrier. Uh, there's there's a lot of running groups in, in town that we could get people involved with. And it's, it's just a social fun group. We, we all have a great time. It really, it really, really is. So um, I appreciate you guys uh, making some time off for me today to uh, come on in and chat about something that's near and dear to my life. And, uh, I, again, I haven't competed in a while. I've had a couple other things that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. So I do plan to get back out there and, uh, and show these old guys what it's all about. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, thank, you for, thank you for being here. You're quite welcome. So I'm glad that Lieutenant Colonel Lehman was able to stop in today. Um, he came in, oh, it's been a while since he's been in, and he talked about the anti-terrorism program. So it was interesting to hear him talk about the marathon team. I haven't, I did not know that we had that. Yeah, I thought the, uh, I thought active duty had, like they had a marathon team. It's, oh, that's all I've heard about just, the Army, the Army Marathon team, but National Guard, that's really cool. That's uh, I know a lot of people who are into running, so hopefully they can check out that program. And God, hearing all that mileage and stuff I like know. that you got to put in. I mean, to, to go, if you want to get to a certain spot, like you said, like how far, what is it, the, you was talking about to get to that certain spot or the get to that goal, how far are you willing to go out? Exactly. My, um, it's a funny story because I do not like running. I do it just because we have to do it for our PT test. And I mean, it's good for you and everything, as long as you're doing it the right way and you're not hurting yourself or doing things to injure yourself. Um, but my godparents, their daughter and her husband, her husband ran for in college and they run marathons and they travel. And oh, they do like Thanksgiving, uh, 
five Ks and stuff like that. I never they got- don't do five Ks. Like they do like the marathons and the ten Ks. Like a five K is like a joke to them. Oh. <laughs> <And> <laughs> but like when they come to um Myrtle Beach every year for vacation mm-hmm. and it's funny because I'll drive up and stay with them for a couple nights and every morning like doesn't matter how late we stay up or or whatever we do hanging out on the beach playing games or whatever Cam will always get up the next morning super early in the morning and run I don't even know how many miles like he has to run at least 10 to 15 miles if not more yeah, yeah on vacation I'm like you're insane and they'd love to run. Him and his wife, they just, they run. And I just, I don't understand it. But some people, that's just what they do. So we will leave his information in the description below so that if you are listening or watching, you can get in contact with him and get some more information because I'm sure that there's still lots of details out there that um, we didn't touch bases on. Um, another th- funny thing that I think about now because beforehand, I mean, I've been in the guard for however many years and I would just go buy whatever kind of shoes. But when I came home from deployment and I was having knee issues and back issues, like I was like, I need to invest in actual running shoes and not just go into the store down the street and buying like workout shoes because it's different than an actual running shoe. And when you go in there and talk to them and they're asking you like, what are you using it for? Like how many miles? And, and they're like, could you imagine running 40 miles in a week? And they say, oh, you should only put an X amount of miles on your shoes. It's like having a car. Like how many pairs of shoes do these people have in their closet? And I'm sure that they rotate them because I mean, that's a lot of money. They're not cheap, especially if you get the nice ones. My, uh, my cross country coaches, they had a lot of shoes. I mean, you just see people at like, uh, the, the meets. Yeah. They just bring like two or three pairs of shoes. (laughs) I feel like just open the suitcase. Just, uh, stick to one pair I got. I'll do that. That sounds good. (laughs) But no, it's like, yeah, but, for your shoes, your shoes are your tires for, yeah. and, and you, the, the, the motor and everything. And to get you going, you have to have good tires. You're not going to go, I mean, some, I don't know about other people, but you're not going to go buy balled out, uh, tires. I mean, that's, you're just going to have problems may not be a couple months, but years down the road. So yeah. it, it is a worthy investment for those who can afford it and who want to improve. Yeah, I just envision them, like, walking into their closet and, like, having racks of shoes, and they're just like, hmm, which pair do I want to wear today? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Maybe let me close my eyes and, like, point, and where my finger stops, that's what I'm going to wear. <laughs> so, if your runner's out there, leave us a comment and tell us. How many shoes you got yeah, for running. Or, or what the method to the madness is with your shoe collection, or if you even have a shoe collection. Maybe you just stick to one pair, and when you put so many miles on it, you just throw them away and get a new pair. I don't know. Everyone's different. Everyone trains differently. But, yeah, leave us some comments. Let us know what you guys do out there so we can have a taste of what it's like to be a marathon runner. Awesome. But, anyways, so, again, we hope that everybody enjoys their holidays and that you have a safe holidays and you get to spend it with your loved ones. Um, If you like this video, make sure that you hit the like button. Also, make sure you're subscribing. We're still inching very slowly to 500 subscribers. So during the holiday season, I know a lot of people are going to be off and with family and and all that fun stuff. So just play the podcast whenever you're sitting there. Or if you're sitting there talking to a family member and they bring up a topic, I'm sure that we might have a podcast about it. And if not, leave us a comment and we will get that topic on the podcast. Because, I mean, that's how most of our podcasts happen is topics that you guys want to hear. So... Make sure that you're telling your family and friends to like and subscribe. 
We're still, like we're revamping the studio set, we're also trying to revamp the videos a little bit. So after the new year, hopefully we'll start implementing some new things. So if you watch us on YouTube, definitely be on the lookout for that. And um, also, if you're listening to us on iTunes, check us out. Check out the video on YouTube. I mean, it's pretty cool. Not a lot of people do video and audio. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, you can listen to it while you run. Yeah. See, hey, there that's we go. why we keep you around, Andrews. Yeah, solving problems. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'm Sergeant Chelsea Baker. I'm Sergeant Tim Andrews. And we'll catch you in the next episode.